Welcome to the Elopement Podcast, the first ever wedding planning podcast dedicated entirely to couples who are ditching tradition and instead choosing what speaks to them most. I'm Ruth Ann Z, an intimate wedding and elopement photographer, and I eloped too. So trust me, I get it. This podcast exists to serve you in a season that not many others can understand. From planning advice, tips, and tricks, to candid conversations with couples, vendors, and even my husband, I'm here for you. I can't wait to help you plan the most kick-ass day of your life. So, let's go. Hey guys, welcome to the Elopement Podcast. My name is Ruth Anzi. I am your host and... uh, No idea how it happened, but week eight of the Elopement Planning 101 series completely disappeared off of my podcasting platform. I did not realize it until recently, um, and the episode that had been recorded um, is not allowing me to be re-uploaded. So um, I'm re-recording this uh, way too many months later. I did not realize that that episode never went live. Um, So my apologies for leaving you all hanging, but um, this episode is all about your elopement day checklist. There will be a freebie on my website if you guys want to check it out and download it, um, as well as just kind of have a visual to go off of. Um, But this episode is all about just the things that you need to have ready and think about for your elopement to make it all come together absolutely perfectly. So um, I've broken it down into four categories. Uh, The first is your getting ready essentials, your ceremony essentials, and then your hiking slash adventure essentials. Um, In addition to some other tips that are just important to keep in mind as you are navigating the preparation for your elopement day and making sure that everything runs smoothly. So uh, your getting ready essentials are pretty basic. If you are planning on doing um, hair and makeup uh, for my ladies or if you are planning on just kind of keeping it super chill, regardless of how you plan to go about it, um, there's some things that I would encourage you to do. Number one, have a speaker and put some freaking music on. There are so many times that I walk into getting ready zones and like it's just stale and silent and you need to have some hype music. So make a playlist, put on some Rihanna. I don't really care, but make something happen and uh, listen to something fun while you are getting ready to set the mood and get you stoked. The other thing that's important that I think a lot of people forget is that it's still a wedding day and you can still sip on something yummy while you are getting all dolled up or while you're hanging out waiting uh, to see your partner after they are all gotten ready themselves. So um, whatever it is, alcoholic or non-alcoholic, have something yummy to um, be enjoying. Little bite-sized snacks are really great. Um People who are, you know, doing hair and makeup for wedding and helping you get ready, like they are used to working around that sort of stuff. Um, And it just kind of helps, again, set the mood and make it feel like a quote unquote real wedding. Um, So easy to eat snacks are really great. Um, It's really, really, really important that you guys eat and drink enough water before the actual wedding commences. Um, So many times I walk in and I'm like, have you had an actual meal today? And the answer is no. So start off your day with a really great breakfast. Um, Make sure that you drink lots of water when you wake up. Try to limit your caffeine and your alcohol um, until you are, you know, married and and kind of after the fact. Um, It's it's not really great for your system, if you will. Um, It can definitely um, inflame some issues. Um, If you are feeling stressed, or anxious. So I definitely recommend kind of keeping that on the down low. Um, And then ladies, if you are getting hair and makeup done or, you know, you're, you're doing your hair and makeup, 
Uh, regardless, it's super fantastic to have a button-down shirt versus something you have to pull over your head. So highly, highly, highly recommend that. Um, if your dress has lots of buttons, for those of you wearing dresses, it's important to um, have the appropriate tools to be able to make that easy. A crochet hook is super helpful when buttoning up a dress. Um, and even if you're having somebody help you do that, you need to keep in mind that your partner is going to have to do it after. Um, and so having a game plan to make that easy as possible is highly recommended on on my part. Um, your ceremony essentials are obviously that you need your marriage license. That is a no-brainer. The state of California requires you to have a California marriage license. It does not matter which county it comes from. Uh, the witness must sign in black ink. So it's really important that you have a black pen. Your officiant should bring one. I always recommend having one regardless. Uh, most photographers will keep one on them as well because we've all been in the scenario of like, ooh, crap, we don't have a pen. Uh, but you definitely need a black pen. There are other states where it's self-solemnizing. Colorado is that state. Um, I don't know the regulations for every other state in the country, but I do know that in California, you absolutely must have a black pen for your witness to sign with, which brings me to the fact that you need a witness. Um, if you have family and friends who are attending your wedding, that's totally great. One of them can be your witness, but if it's just the two of you, um, your photographer will likely be the witness or you'll find somebody kind of random on a trail to sign your documents for you. Um, the other things that you should have for your ceremony are tissues, don't forget about that. You definitely want to bring some water as well um, and make sure that you have, you know, the ability to, to stop and uh, grab those tissues should you need them. I also recommend throat lozenges if you're, um, like before the ceremony, if you're nervous about your voice cracking or anything like that, those can be very helpful. Um, and just in general, keep in mind that your ceremony can be fluid. It does not have to be super stale and, uh, you can, you can kind of move around, um, and, and enjoy it. A lot of times people will just feel like they have to power through, but I've had multiple couples stop and ask to re read their vows or, um, you know, kind of just sit in the moment for a second and know that that is totally okay. Um, that's kind of off the topic, but something I always like to keep in mind. As far as your hiking and adventure essentials, after the fact, if you are going somewhere to take your photos, um, the number one thing that I would love to drill into your brains is that you need good shoes and Keds and Sperry's are not good shoes. <laughs> um, I see it time and time again. Uh, people will be like, yeah, no, they're closed-toed. You know, they've got decent traction. Uh, and the reality of it is it's not good enough and I hate to break it to you. But good shoes are really, really, really imperative. I love the brand Kodiak. I love Timberlands. Um, I really, I don't care as long as they are really solid. Uh, they've got good grip on the bottom. Same thing goes for the dudes. Your leather soled shoes are not sufficient enough for your hiking on your elopement day. So make sure you're wearing good shoes. You can bring nice shoes to switch into at the top. Um, but for the most part, you know, you need to be able to move around safely and stably. Um, it's also important that you bring snacks and water. <laughs> uh, nobody likes a hangry person and nobody likes to be hangry. So um, water is important. Snacks are important. You know, make sure that it's something that's easy to eat. A lot of my couples will plan like a picnic to take place after the ceremony. So we will set up like a charcuterie spread or some cupcakes and um, other snacks. Like it's totally up to you, but make sure you are going to eat something and try not to only eat sugar. Try to balance your blood sugar so that you can um, really like get through, you know, the whole the whole day without a big crash because that just doesn't feel good for anybody. 
You of course need bug spray and sunscreen. Uh, you can also bring an umbrella in the event that you want to just kind of stay out of the sun altogether. I am very fair skinned and I love, 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 this is not sponsored, uh, but I love Sunbum. I love Sunbum Spray 70. It is amazing. I feel like it does a great job protecting my skin. It's not super greasy. It smells good. Um, and I don't mind the chem, like I don't mind the ingredients, not the chemicals. I don't mind the, the ingredients. I feel pretty good about them. Um, so yeah, definitely do that. Another thing that you can bring for your, um, you know, food consumption is electrolytes. I'm a really big fan of Noon Hydration. That's N-U-U-N. Um, they're electrolyte tablets, super easy to put into a water bottle. They taste pretty good. My favorite flavors are strawberry lemonade and tropical punch. Um, super easy to put into a water bottle and get some extra electrolytes. Highly recommend drinking those up until, um, your wedding like three or four days. Hydration starts last week, not today. Um, and that's something that people forget is that it's really important to be hydrated in order to stay hydrated. Uh, the best analogy I ever heard for it is when you water a dry plant, the water goes straight through. And that's why people are like, if I drink water right now, I'm just going to have to pee. And it's because you're dehydrated. Whereas when you're actually hydrated, your body knows what to do with the water, has places to put it and is utilizing it um, because it's not in like reserve mode. So there's my little, there's my TED talk on water. Just ask my friends. I'm, I'm the mom of the group, making sure that everybody's always drinking enough water. Uh, I also recommend bringing your speaker that you had for getting ready to do a first dance in the woods or just to put on a playlist quietly um, to kind of help set the mood. Music is super powerful and I love the way that it can transport you back to a time um, in your life. So highly recommend that. It's also fantastic to bring champagne or some other fun drink to celebrate at the top of your uh, hike or your adventure. Um, a lot of my couples like to spray champagne and like do a fun celebratory po uh, pose for that. Um, I think you could also do some sparkling water or sparkling cider. Sparkling water doesn't show up super great um, in photos just because it is so clear. There's not any color to it. Um, so I would definitely recommend maybe like a sparkling cider or something of that nature um, if you're going to go that route. Um, it's also helpful if you are concerned about your balance to have some trekking poles. Um, and then for those of you wearing dresses to have a game plan for how you're going to hold your dress. A lot of dresses have these secret uh, like hand loops basically on the underside of the bottom layer that you can like pick up and hold. And if your dress has long layers, you can kind of sometimes like flip it over onto where you're holding. That's very hard to explain. Um, but just to have a game plan of like how you're going to hold your dress. I've seen some people show up like with a specific like tie setup to make sure that it's easy to hold on to. Um, and then of course, be sure to bring a jacket or shawl in case you get chilly. Um, weather in the mountains can, you know, be 85, 90 degrees in the day and get down to the 40s and 50s at night, sometimes the 30s as we start kind of getting into the fall season. So definitely good to just kind of be prepared in that manner. Um, don't overpack. It's not rocket science. It's not some, like you don't need to be prepared to spend the night outside necessarily because you're probably not going way deep into the backcountry. And if you are, that's a different scenario. Um, but, you know, only pack what you absolutely need. A makeup touch-up kit is super great to have. Um like lotion in case you feel like you're going to get ashy or dry, um, anything like that. I always say uh, photographers can do a lot, but we can't. There, there's some things that we just can't Photoshop um, or that just aren't natural to Photoshop. So make sure that you just come, you know, fully prepared. Um, but if you wake up with a pimple the morning of your wedding, like 
it's not a big deal. That's an easy thing to take care of for most of us. Um, and then just my other tips for your elopement day would be number one, just screenshot the timeline you create with your photographer um, and make it your phone background on your lock screen for the day. This is so helpful when you are trying to keep yourself on track, not have to open up your photos or your email and pull up the schedule. Just screenshot it, make it your backdrop. And every single time you open your phone, you see the time and the timeline to make sure that you are on track. Um, if you don't have a timeline for your elopement day, go back and listen to the timeline episode. Timelines are so underrated and so freaking important to make sure that your day is absolutely perfect. So 1000% recommend that episode. I've gotten lots of great feedback on it. Um, like I said, photographers can do a lot, but one thing that we can't do is make you look hydrated, make you look well-rested or you know not, not stressed. Um, so it's really important that you do the work leading up to your elopement day to take care of yourself and make sure that you are putting yourself in the best possible scenario to have photos that feel authentic and happy and joyful um, and, and like you. Um, so you know, just know that it's not actually very fair to say like, oh no, you can just Photoshop it. That is actually our least favorite phrase in the entire world. Do not ask me to Photoshop something that uh, was manageable before we got to this moment. <laughs> I always say, if I don't have to Photoshop it, I would prefer not to. So what can we do to avoid uh, that that need to arise? So um, obviously, like I said, if you wake up with a pimple the morning of your wedding, that is completely out of your control and something that we can tackle. But um, when it comes to things like you being stressed and having, you know, not slept very well and, you know, circles under your eyes that were something you could have managed by being a little bit more prepared and sleeping well and just taking uh, taking more care of yourself leading up to your day, which I don't say that in, uh, I say that with the intention of being like, you deserve to give yourself the time uh, to feel well rested and do all of those things. But um, the other thing I did mention this, definitely make a playlist. Music is super powerful. It's super helpful. It sets the mood. It's really fun. Um, and it kind of just, you know, it's a fun thing to have on. But keep in mind if you're in a really, you know, high traffic area, don't be the person blasting their music um, and, you know, impeding on everyone else's experiences. I really only put on music if we are nice and tucked away and there's not a lot of other people around. Um, I personally get really annoyed when people are blasting their music on a backpack as they are hiking through the woods. It drives me nuts. Um, and then if you do want to do some sort of like cute little announcement to announce your elopement, um, there are lots of signs you can buy off of Etsy. Um, chalkboards are really great ideas. There are some companies that you can order custom pennants from, like vintage pennants, um, to kind of get like wheel loped on it. Um, and then you can also do signs hanging off of like backpacking backpacks, mugs. There's some really cute options out there. So, um, that pretty much sums up our elopement day checklist. It's not super extensive because there's not a lot of moving parts. You know, we've we've tackled a lot of the things uh, to set yourselves up for success in the rest of this series. Um, so these are just kind of the final things to remember and to kind of tie it all together and make sure that all the legwork you've done up front gets you the end result that you're looking for. So with all that said, uh, happy eloping. I hope this is helpful. You can also go to ruthanzi.com slash blog to view the elopement day checklist on my blog um, and download it and have like an actual visual representation of this. But um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, found it informative, and uh, sorry about it not getting up uh, on, on the podcast stream up until now. 
Don't know if it ever was up. Don't know what happened. But uh, such is life. Technical difficulties, you know? So anywho, I will see you guys uh, soon. We are... I am getting ready to record a whole bunch of new episodes and kind of release them throughout the next few months. So can't wait to share all that we've been working on and um, I'll talk to you guys soon. See ya. Thanks so much for tuning in today. If you have a spare second, go ahead and leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. It means the world to me. And of course, if you have any questions about today's podcast episode or would like to request a topic, you can email me at theelopementpodcast at gmail.com.